Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2 Talk Show. And I want to thank everyone for hopping back on this episode and welcome everyone. Today, I have someone who I am just blown away with every time I'm talking to him because he's such a creative individual. And I'm really excited to share more about his project. So um, for those that are new to Crypto Mom 2, I just want to share a little bit about my background and um, how I got started in this. My journey, like many others, is not straight and narrow. Um, I My background is that I am an attorney and I'm also an educator as well as an entrepreneur here in the crypto space, as well as in other business ventures. I believe in diversifying uh, businesses, but I also want to just mention that these shows are not financial advice. Um, there's always... Um, you know, risk involved with any venture on the blockchain. So you definitely have to do your own research. So a lot of what I'm sharing is based upon my own personal opinions, as well as those that I've been interviewing um, on the blockchain for the past few years. And what I've, I've learned is that there is so much creativity. There's um, the technology is evolving as Diego and I've talked about, and it is just fascinating with what you can do both in, with NFTs, with the metaverse, um, just a whole slew from the personal side to the business side. So I do want to ask that you stay all the way to the end so we can um, you can enjoy this fascinating conversation that we're going to have. But um, for the moment, I'm going to ask Diego to hop on and uh, introduce himself because um, we connected on um, one of my many um, social media connections and I'm really grateful that we we have made this connection. So Diego, welcome today to Crypto Mom 2. How are you doing? Hi Jacqueline. I'm doing really, really good. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be here as well. Yeah, so um, I know that I'm in uh, Maryland and you're located a different place in the world. So why don't you share with everyone where you're located? Yeah, well, there's this um, there's this small city in uh, northern Mexico called uh, Tijuana. Uh, it's right behind the border with San Diego, California, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And um, what's the weather like for you today? Well, it's actually pretty pretty nice. It's it's, it's very fair. It's very very um, a bit, a bit chilly, you know, with, with a nice breeze, but you know, nothing. Nothing too hot. Yeah. Well, today when I was um, at school, I had my hood up because it was so cold. The wind was so cold. But um, I connected with you about the blockchain and your project. So why don't you go ahead and introduce to everyone the, the project that you're working on? Alrighty. Well, we're working on um, on an ecosystem called Jada. It's um, it's a it's a DeFi. Uh, ecosystem that um, that's guided by AI. We're we're developing this uh, AI um, uh, parentheses. Um, it's it's like artificial general intelligence where it's not just focused on one thing. It's able to like learn um, on its own and rewrite its own like programming in order to like accommodate to different situations. Right. So uh, the goal of this of this ecosystem is to allow people to, to stake their assets at whatever interest rate or profit rate that they, um, that they, that they choose and receive the net, um, you know, the net gains out of, out of every you know, uh, successful stake that they, that they make. And um, 
it, uh, it also allows people looking for credits or loans or whatever to also set like a, like a bar, right? Like, okay, like, I, like, um, like I'm looking for X amount and I'm willing to give X, uh, you know, Y amount in, in return of interest or whatever. And um, the goal with this is creating a, a, like a global interest rate. So, you know, the people themselves are, are the ones that, that, uh, that, that decide, you know, um, um, how, much, um, how much interest their assets are gonna be, uh, are, are gonna be performing for and, and to receive the, you know, the whole, you know, the whole game, yeah. So let me ask you a question, uh, because there might be some listeners that don't know what DeFi is. How would you define DeFi? Well, in the simplest words I can come up with are basically um, you pool your money into a collective fund, and then everyone um, agrees collectively what's going to happen with those, uh, you know, with those assets. Um, and there's no single person that decides what's going to be done with, with the, you know, with the, um, with the assets, you know, uh, stored in the fund. And um, there's no way for anyone to like censor it or close it or say, you know, oh no, this doesn't, you know, this doesn't uh, fly with us. You know, it, it, it's all, you know, collective decision-making. So what I love about that, and with a lot of the platforms that I've been looking at, um, they have white papers, or in your case, a green paper. Do you want to share the green paper? And that way we can talk about what that means. Sure. Let me, let me get it for you. Share screen. All right, we have, okay, so this is our green paper, and uh, I love it, it. Thank you. Uh, it talks about different aspects of the project. Uh, so we're, we're going to be focusing on the DeFi aspect for now. Mm -hmm. uh, later on, we'll talk about the, uh, about the AI part of it, and also on the, um, on the economy driver um, feature that we're going to be integrating. And also on the SSI, you know, the self-sovereign identity. Um, so, let's... so let me ask you a question. How did you come up with this idea? What's your background? Because um, I know you and I have talked a lot about um, your history, and I think your story is fascinating. So why don't you share? Well, it started out many, many years ago. Um, I've always been very deep into technology. Um, I, I kind of owe it to my family. I come from a family of, uh, of software engineers. And um, yeah, like it was always like books, like, oh, here, read this Pascal programming language, read this C++ or yeah, yeah it's just like, like, all, like all kinds of things. Um, oh, here's this book on quantum computing. Uh, so yeah. And um, I mean, throughout, throughout high school, uh, uh, college and everything, I was very deep into, into, into technology. Um, I worked at a couple of, of uh, telecommunication companies as well, you know, networking and everything. Um, what else can I tell you? Uh, How did you come up with this idea? Well, it was really, I mean, like it was like all kinds of situations that suddenly just like, like collided, right? So, um, I'm gonna mention two. So the the first one was um, 
we were at Toronto in Canada for a film festival. And um, I remember that, that uh, I mean, I just have this really, really bad luck with cash, you know, with hard cash. So I, I try to stay away from it. Um, so like, I, I'm always using like a debit card and whatever. But like my, my transactions, you know, like, like every time I would slide my card, it would decline. And then I would, I would call the bank and be like, hey, like what's happening? And they'd be like, oh, you know, we froze your account because uh, we noticed some suspicious activity that you were in some other place. I'm like, yeah, I mean, because, because I am in this other place. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. called, you. I, I called you uh, a, a week ago to tell you that I would be traveling. Oh yes, but now, uh, you know, you need to come, uh, you know, to Mexico and put your fingerprints and verify that that's you. And like, but why, you know, that, that doesn't make sense. You know, like I, I can't leave the film festival to go make you happy, you know? Um, so that was one thing. And then uh, I don't, I, I'm not sure how I got it fixed, but uh, I remember walking uh, uh, through Queen Street, which is like around the entertainment district. And I found a Bitcoin machine, a, a Bitcoin ATM. And I was like, yeah. what is this? And I remember hearing about the technology, but, but uh, I mean, I, I think I never gave it a try. No, I, I know I didn't. And then I bought my first, uh, my, my, my first Bitcoins there. Uh, at that uh, at that ATM machine, and then I just I just fell in love with it, you know, with the concept of money that no one can tell you, you know, oh no, you can't use it because of X reason, you know, like it'll always work. Um, so you know, curious me, I was like starting to investigate everything I could about blockchain, cryptography, um, decentralized computing, you know, distributed computing and everything, and um, and that's how like that's how it started so after that i started getting involved in other crypto projects like ethereum i started investing a lot in um in icos you know projects that were looking to to use blockchain and, and all of these technologies to fix real world you know real world problems exactly and um but i mean the technology was still lacking a lot and and the, the user experience was very difficult you know like it was really hard to use still um and uh and, you know like it was just a, a time thing I, I i never gave up on the technology um and i keep and like I, I kept investing ever since um and then the second thing was i mean uh, i mean just some context so uh, i see a lot of mistakes being done at uh, at organizations and and um, yeah, or organizations, um, the government, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, the government of my country, Jesus Christ. But uh, oh well. So I I started seeing like all of these decisions that were being made with information that uh, that was either outdated or expired or the way that they would make decisions, um, you know, they would make decisions that, that would affect the economy or the community, you know, societies or individuals, um, you know, because of conflict of interests and, and like all of these things, or just because, you know, people didn't care. So that's when I started coming up with the idea of, of, um, of uh, integrating AI with, with blockchain and DeFi to, to um, make make the blockchain a bit more flexible in terms of 
um, like for example, like in, like in terms of DeFi, when when a when a DeFi protocol is is launched into the into the network, um, deployed or, or or whatever, it, it'll work just as it's programmed. It is, and there's no one to like to like um, patch it or or whatever. If um, if a vulnerability is is, is exploited, um, or to be able to accommodate the protocol to new needs, the because it takes more more human resources more more time analyzing what 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 the new what, you know like what the protocol needs to be better um in order for it to accommodate new you know new challenges so i came up with this idea that that we could have an ai that's able to analyze these trends these problems these challenges and be able to create um you know, uh, updates and, and, and everything to the, to the DeFi protocol that we're going to be deploying at, at rates much faster than what we as human beings can perceive, you know, that way we, the, the AI will be able to identify the problem before it actually blows up and be able to, to, you know, like already have a solution ready, you know, and, and I love that because as we were just talking about, you know, OpenSea just recently said, you know, certain things had to migrate and you had to, you know, go in and, and update. So with your, you know, solution, it will already be behind the scenes upgraded, you know? Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 it's ingenious. It really is ingenious. So, um, you have it called a green paper. A lot of times it's called a white paper. Why did you call it a green paper? Well, because one, I really like the color green. It's really nice. It makes me happy, you know, like, yeah. Uh, second, because it's not a white paper in the, in the traditional sense. Like, for example, a, a white paper says like, like, like um, very specifically how everything works, right? In terms of like, even like how it's coded, right? And uh, the whole AI stuff is like just so, so complicated that it's not gonna fit in 20 or 30 or even hundred pages. It's like the, the cognitive architecture that we're developing is very, um, very, very best. So the green paper is designed to make it, um, you know, digestible and easy to read. And just just having the enough information to show how it works, um, based on based on what um, uh, method methodology, yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of like the idea behind the green paper as as opposed to a white. I love it. I love it. It's a great summary. So uh, within uh, where would people be able to find this green paper or how would they be able to reach out to you if they're interested in learning more about your project? Well, well, we have a website and we have a website. Uh, it's uh, jada-ai.com. That's J-A-D-A-A-I.com. And, um, you know, like anyone interested in the project will be able to find the green paper there. There's a button um, at the top that says green paper. So, so yeah, um, it's available there. It's also available upon request through any of our social media uh, sites, um, which are all 
also called the same. You know, you can just look look us up on either Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, Facebook. Am I forgetting one? No. Um, yeah. And, you know, just look us up as Jada AI and, and you know, we'll pull up there. Uh, you'll be able to see this, this little logo here of a little, I don't know what it is. And, uh, and yeah, you know, you can just send us a message and we'll, we'll send it over. So um, what's your time frame for um, launching and um, having your platform live? Okay, well, let's see. It's a, it's a three-stage project. So yeah. like, for example, I think I can show you, I can show you this. So for example, the, hmm. so this is like the kind of like the DeFi feature. Uh, this is what I was talking about where people would be able to like, Right now, right now, I'm looking, I'm still looking at the first page. Did you want to switch pages for us? Or do you want us to be watching the first page? Oh, right. Yeah, I think I switched my. Oh, yeah, I, I see what happened. I switched my my, my um, active window. Let me that's okay. That's not a problem. Uh, let's see. Let me share maybe. You okay. might have. Yeah. Either that or you might have to unshare and then reshare. Oh, there you go. Ah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Alrighty. So, so this is like the first feature that we're going to be deploying. I'm thinking maybe in the next four to six months after, after we list on, on, on the exchange that we're going to be listing on more info on that later, I'm not able to disclose. That's fine. Yep. Not a problem. So this is like the DeFi feature that we were talking about where we would like let people, um, you know, like enable them to choose their own interest rates and, um, and uh, yeah, keep it all pooled. So this I'm thinking for four months after after we list on on exchanges. Uh, then four months after that, we're gonna be deploying a you know stage two. Stage two is um, is this? It's um it's a feature that we call the uh, economy driver, and that's when when our AI starts analyzing, um, you know the users um like like their skill set, their behavior, their interests, how they contribute to the economy. And, and it analyzes all of this without revealing any information to us, you know, um, as, as a company, you know, it's all, it's all protected under this, um, this thing called uh, zero knowledge proofs, where the information stays um, encapsulated in the, in the user's possession and only the AI is able to like actually read it without revealing it to, to anyone else. Um, the goal of the economy driver is to create new revenue streams, new um, new um, revenue opportunities for um, you know for users. So, like one example, um, if you want to be an artist, like well, no, more, something more specific. If you, you want to be a musician, if you want if you want to be a musician, a singer, but I mean, literally, the only thing that you know how to do is sing really, really well. I mean, that's not the only thing you need to make it. You know, you also need um, you also need um, uh, production. You need content creation. You need um, community building. You need distribution. You need licensing. You need legal, and you you need all of these things. And sometimes it takes 
it, it takes one one uh, you know one musician one singer two years to figure out the whole formula necessary to to go from from one point in your career to another true very true yeah but i mean it's for some people it may only take them a month instead of one year but it that doesn't necessarily mean that you're better or smarter or that you're you know or whatever you want to say it it's not like that it's it's a matter of the a, like a combination of the opportunities that you had around you, yep. the, the information that you had available to you, um, and also like your skills in terms of what to do with the things around you. So the point of, of having the economy driver solution is to, is to give people a choice um, and, and a guide, you know, uh, a guide that they can like consult with like specifically analyze your situation and be like, okay, well, if you want to achieve this, you know, these are some recommendations. This is a path that you could, that, that you could take. Uh, let me know what you think. And, um, and, you know, I, I see this um, being very useful, both in um, HR and a lot of different corporate situations. There's, there's going to be a lot of different applications for this type of technology for sure. What's your stage three and stage four? Uh, stage three is uh, well, it's it's this. It's our it's like our like our main baby. Yeah. So, uh, we're working on on uh, on um, the actual data um, AI, you know, on, on artificial general intelligence. Yep. Um, and this is kind of like the like the sum of everything that we were talking about, right? Where we would. Uh, we would deploy an, an, uh, an AI that can learn on its own without, without having us to like tell it what to, what to learn, uh, being able to discern what information is, is factual and which one is like, you know, not, not factual. Yes. Which one is useful, which one isn't. Um, being able to like rewrite its own code without, without having like an army of programmers. Um, and uh, being able to be autonomous, you know, where it makes decisions on its own without having uh, us to like tell it what to do, uh, being able to to uh, take action, you know, like like execute solutions, being able to like identify problems and say, okay, well, uh, I found this problem. This is what I could do to fix it. And um, so one yeah. of the things that we talked about is um, the ethics of artificial intelligence. And you were talking with me offline about the safeguards that you've put in and um, you know, your awareness of the importance of this. Do you wanna talk about that? Yeah, that's actually really important because it's something that will, for example, I don't think myself that any of us are born with malicious intent or, you know, like I, I think like all of those negative emotions and everything that make us take negative decisions, they're either taught to us or we learn them uh, uh, along the way. Um, but I think it all comes down to a lack of empathy. The moment you have empathy and that you understand that your actions will negatively impact the lives of other people or the society, you know, you, you will double or triple think before actually, you know, doing them. 
And that's a problem with a lot of the AI being designed at the moment. It's still programmed by, by humans and uh, the AI, unfortunately, uh, lives with the with the you know with the biases with 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 the ne- with you know with with um, with the negative morals of the of the programmers, and it sticks that way because there weren't uh, any um, like like there wasn't any empathy integrated into it at the moment of design. So um, the way that we're that we're designing and and teaching our AI to to not be like that is by pretty much the quantifying empathy. The way we're doing it is pretty much, um, for example, showing it the, the value in each individual. Like for example, this, in, this, in, this individual um, has like, for example, this individual contributes in this way to the economy or to the society and has these relationships with other individuals um, you know, uh, don't do anything that would affect, you know, said, said individual. Um, it, it sounds easy, but it's not, that's actually been like the longest, uh, thing that it's taking, uh, taking us to write that, that, that particular theorem. Uh, I mean, I, I think it, I think it took me maybe four years to write. Yeah. I, you know, that is, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to feature and highlight you on Crypto Mom 2, because I felt that um, the Jada project um, is very special from the awareness of the artificial intelligence, but also the fact that we're all part of humanity. And no matter what happens on the blockchain, we have to think about our individual connection and that we're all linked together. And, and what you're doing with technology and connecting both intelligence as well as um, emotion in many ways, um, I, I really, um, I value. And I think that that is a, a takeaway for all of us to be thinking about in any of our interpersonal relationships and our use of technology. You know, we, we have to realize that our words are powerful and that um, technology allows us, like I'm talking to you from a different part of the world, but we're so connected and we, it makes it very easy for us to now um, commute over you know, miles in just seconds. And so I think what you're doing is really important and um, is providing a lot of foresight that I hope others will pick up on and support you on. So, um, so I appreciate that. I know you and I are going to have more than one conversation. I know this is just the start. Um, any, any last minute thoughts or things that you would like to share about the project? Cause I know that uh, we're going to have more episodes about your project as you um, launch it and that type of thing. Any, any other thoughts that you would like to share? Oh, thank you. Sounds really exciting being on on the show again for for another, you know, for another episode. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we're gonna be lit like we're gonna be listing our our um our uh, you know like our our Jada token on an exchange real real soon. I'm just waiting on a on a on a like on a listing date uh, to make it official. So. 
we're giving we're we're, we're doing a giveaway. Uh, we're doing a giveaway of our of our tokens. Um, it's gonna it's gonna happen like around a couple of days before the exchange listing. So I'd really encourage anyone uh, interested in in using any of these features. You know, whether it be the DeFi, whether it be the um, the 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 economy driver or waiting a bit longer for the for the AI to you know to come out of the oven um, you know to join our, our our communities in either telegram or on discord or on any of the other social medias uh, that we mentioned earlier we're going to be sharing news on the airdrop through those um, you know through those channels and uh, we're also going to be sharing info on on the um, on the exchange listing through there uh, anyone to like anyone interested in acquiring tokens, and in addition to the to the token uh, airdrop that we're going to be doing is also very welcome. Um, you know to get them in advance prior to the listing, um, and anyone in you know that has like questions or or that want to talk about more specifically in terms of the technology side, like I'm also happy to to answer any questions because I know that all of this technology is very 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 new. And um, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that think that uh, AGI technology is still like maybe a hundred years away. Um, I don't think so. I think it's just a matter of it, it's it's just a matter of time and like actually putting in the the time and the effort into into building um, the theory of mind is what is what we call it the, the theory yeah. of um, not just focusing on one thing, but like the, the whole central thing, but yeah, that's, that's kind of like my last message. I appreciate that. And I, and for everyone who's listening, definitely I'll like, and subscribe, uh, to crypto mom too, because Diego and I will have more than one episode, especially, you know, as we get closer, he gets closer to the launch. Um, we'll definitely be having another episode. Um, I just want to mention really briefly, because when you mentioned about the ATM machine um, and you're getting Bitcoin, I had to laugh inside because I'm a Bitcoin miner and I'll share my link below for those that want to learn more about Bitcoin mining. But when you bought your uh, Bitcoin on the ATM, it was a rig like mine that was mining Bitcoin that you ended up buying. So again, that's a whole nother fascinating area and topic. But for everyone who's listening, um, the purpose of Crypto Mom 2 and myself is also to support and consult and provide information and resources to you. So definitely reach out to me. Um, I have a variety of uh, individuals in my network that can help uh, answer questions. There are a ton of questions that pop up in this amazing blockchain. So Diego, thank you so much for being on. I look forward to speaking with you again. And for everyone who's listening, remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to each other. We are all one world and we're all connected. Thank you so much, Diego. Thank, thank you. you Bye.